Today on the show, I'm going to talk about what it means to believe in yourself and how to believe in yourself so that you can experience all the opportunities that exist around you. And this way you can express yourself in a more fulfilling and complete way. Visit the storyofmepodcast.com to submit questions for the show, and you can also follow the link to the Facebook group so that you can continue the conversation after the show. And please continue to support the podcast by sharing it with a friend and rating and reviewing it. This really helps out a lot to get the word out there. And if you've really been enjoying the podcast, please make a donation. Go to thestoryofmepodcast.com and at the bottom of the webpage, there's a donate button. And you can also find the same link for this donate button in the episode description. So thank you. Now let's get to it. Beautiful am I, bountiful am I, blissful am I. Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where I share stories from my unconventional life and relate the psychological insights that I learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your awareness of your own self-limiting patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. My name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host. But if you've already been listening to this podcast, you already know this. If you're new, welcome. Thank you for joining me. It's a interesting week, right? We have an election in the U.S. coming up, uh, a lot of lockdowns coming uh, around the world again, so a lot of uncertainty, a lot of chaos, right? But we have to learn to still our minds so that we can find our way through it. Right, because many things are seemingly out of our control. Uh, we we can't control when this governments are closing down businesses and making decisions for us, and the chaos of politics all around the world, but especially in the U.S. And it's a very strange time, as we all know. And it's important to really find and connect with your inner voice. And I can tell you this for myself as well, for everyone. It's not uh, just for some people. It's always important to maintain this focus when things are going a little chaotic in your life, whether it's because of the world situation, your family situation, or, or your economic situation, whatever it is, the thing that brings you back to the center is this inner self. When we focus too much on the external, is when we start to participate in this drama. And this is why this drama exists, is because we're perpetuating it with this craziness. And so today what I wanted to talk about is 
how to really connect to this inner self with your belief, by believing in yourself, by finding your compass to forge your path in life. We all think about confidence or self-love, and this belief in yourself is a similar concept. I talked about self-love on a previous episode. I forget which episode this was. Well, I think it was the episode of Discipline, right? The, the previous episode. And I talked a little bit about how to increase self-love because we always think about, I need to love myself more, and we wait for it to happen. We think it's some feeling that's just going to overtake us, and then we're going to say, okay, now I love myself, and now I can become more successful. I can have healthier relationships. But this is really not how it works. The way to increase self-love is through your actions. And many people say, well, when I feel better about myself, then I'll take the appropriate actions. But it doesn't work this way. The way you increase your self-love is through the actions. The actions will dictate how you feel about yourself. They already do this. When you're doing things that are harmful for yourself, what you're saying is that you're lacking self-love. And this is because of the feelings that you have that we call emotions and because of the thoughts you have that are coming through the mind. But the way to combat this is to not listen to the mind and not to react to the emotions and just take the actions that show self-love. And we talked about eating healthy as a way to show yourself that you love yourself by doing some form of exercise like yoga and meditation, connecting to the self. This is an example of self-love. Being kind to yourself, which then turns into being kind for others, is about self-love. How you treat people is how you feel about yourself. And today, what I would like to talk to you about is an aspect of this self-love, which we would say is the belief in the self. And I have a few examples that I'll share with you about believing in yourself and how this does relate to this self-love in the way to increase the self-love is the same kind of methodology that you would use to believe in yourself more. And we can use this word believe in yourself or confidence in yourself, but let's look at it through this way, this believing in yourself. So at 17 years old, I was living in an apartment with my older sister. And I wanted to go to music school. This was my goal. I was living in Arizona, and the music school I wanted to go to was in Los Angeles, in Hollywood. A very famous music school, Musician Institute. And I was working construction, and I was working and working, but at 17 years old, I was not smart enough to learn how to really save money. You know, all my money would go out when I'd go out at night with my friends to parties and spend the money on alcohol and, and 
all these things, and I wasn't really saving money, and I wasn't focused enough to get to California to pay for the music school. And I found myself in a situation where I had got where I'd gotten fired from my construction job. And I was just sitting by the pool every day, drinking beer and smoking pot and not really doing much. And I was getting frustrated with myself because I knew that I should be doing more. And I had no money because I got fired from my job and I was not very good at saving money. And one day I just woke up and I said, that's it. I need to I need to go. I need to get to Los Angeles and find the way to get to this music school. And I had this feeling that I can do it. I can get there, I can do it, and nothing is going to stop me. Now, one, I barely knew how to drive to California. I had to ask for directions. <laughs> and two, I had no money. When I arrived in Los Angeles, I had $5 in my pocket. I had no place to stay, no food, and I, I didn't know anyone. And so I slept in my car, and I started to, the next day I started to look for work, and I finally found some work doing construction again and saving money, and, and eventually, after a few months, going to music school. And when I look back on this, it was a very crazy thing to do. I, I don't know how I did this without this really sense of, of worrying. It, there, it didn't exist for me. And you can say part of it was because I'm 17 years old, and at 17, you don't think anything can happen to you. You feel invincible. And as you get older and find out that this is untrue to an extent, uh, then maybe you doubt yourself more. But I have this belief that I'm going to get there and I'm going to figure out how to do it. Now, sure, I could have planned better. I could have saved money better. I could have done it in a better way. But if you look at why I was unable to do this is because in the beginning, I had difficulty really believing that I deserved it maybe. And then finally, I just said, okay, I don't care. I'm going to do it. I'm going to push myself to do it. And this goes back to how I'm talking about self-love, because it's the actions that dictate how you feel about yourself, not the feelings. The feelings will have this effect, but if you want to change the way you feel, it's through these actions. And so my actions started to show myself that I deserve to do something. I had this goal of going to music school, and I'm going to do it. After a little while of going to music school, I realized that I wanted to do something else, and I went to the university and studied for some time. Again, after many years of, of going to the university, I got a, my first degree, my bachelor's degree. And again, this was in California, and I wanted to go to New York to work on Wall Street. This was my intention. I had received two or three job offers at graduation in California, but I really wanted to go to New York and to, to get a job on Wall Street. Now, when I arrived on Wall Street, and, and the stories I heard before this is that it's all, they only hire people from the top schools, the Ivy League colleges. 
But again, I had this feeling in myself that I can do what I want to do and I'm going to do it. And this took over every other feeling. I said, I'm going to take the actions that are going to show myself that I believe in myself. I'm going to put myself out there. And so I went to New York. And then I just kept looking for a job and looking for a job and, and started to learn how to interview better and and just kept following through. And I had a lot of self-doubt in this time because I, I started to get these interviews at some of these investment banks and they kept telling me, oh, you didn't go to an Ivy League school. Why are you interviewing with us? We don't hire people from I- schools that are not Ivy League schools and and so you st- I started to feel that, okay, maybe there's something that is wrong with me that I'm not good enough to work in this position. But again, I had this belief in myself that if there was something I wanted to do, I'm going to do it. And you can see through my history that I've always had this experience, not that there wasn't doubt or fear or any of these things, But my belief was stronger than this. And I just kept persisting and persisting. And this is the key is consistency will prove to be success. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't experience self-doubt, you won't experience obstacles, but that you believe in yourself that you owe it to yourself to fulfill your purpose in life. To me, this this inner feeling was always the most important thing, is that there's something in me, this expression that needs to come out. And I believe that whatever I would attempt, that I would be able to find a better way to express myself. And this is what would carry me, not because I had these great skills or these abilities, but more so that I was, one, persistent, and and two, that I really had this belief that I can figure it out and that it was my responsibility to figure this out. Because you think of the opposite when you're not taking these risks and you're not putting yourself out there. What is your life like? How small does your life become? Because you begin to close down. This leads us up to this idea of opportunity, which again is related to self-love. Because you think about how we search for things externally, whether you're searching for a job in your life or you're searching for career or you're searching for a partner, you're searching for love. And you can look around in your friends or even in you that the harder someone is looking externally for something, the less they're able to see it within themselves. I've seen this quite frequently with people who go from relationship to relationship and they're looking for this love and they can't find it. They date one person for a short amount of time and say, okay, this wasn't it. I didn't feel this love. Then they date someone else and they just keep going from relationship or or they can't even find a relationship. They're so desperate to look for one that they're unable to find it. 
And what this means is that they're not able to see the love within themselves. Whatever you're searching for externally is what you can't find internally. Because as soon as you're able to see it internally, you will see its reflection externally. Let me repeat this because this is the most important part of this idea, is that when you're able to acknowledge something in yourself, it's easier to see it externally. The reflection becomes apparent. And this comes with everything. It comes with when we're projecting our negativity, when we're projecting our, our, our ideas, our philosophies, our, we start to see it more around us. And the same thing goes with love. When we're able to connect to this inner love, we start to see love everywhere. When you're connecting with this inner anger or hate, what do you see all over? And in fact, this is a big part of what's the drama going on these days with politics and society is this projection of, of what you can't see within you. So whenever you're having difficulty finding something externally, start to become it internally. And this is kind of this uh, idea of how mantras work. If you're doing yoga and you're chanting mantras, well, the way mantras work, you're chanting a mantra that has a particular vibration. And let's say you're chanting a mantra of love. And what it's doing is it's creating this vibration of love so that you can connect with this vibration of love within you. And once you learn how it feels within you, then you start to experience it externally. You start to see its reflection in your life. The same thing goes with opportunities. So the more open you are, the more you'll see all opportunities around you exist. Everything you could ever imagine, ever think about, exist in this moment around you. The problem is that you need to be open. The more open you become, the more beautiful life becomes. And this means to not stick to these ideas of society or of culture, of these things that create these false identifications. And this is why for many people, they look at these politics and say, oh, people who are like this uh, side of the the politics are they're ugly people, they're hateful people, they're racist people, or people who uh, like this side of the politics, they're fascists. They're because what you're doing is you're you're closing yourself off, and all you're seeing is your projections. You're seeing your self doubts. You're seeing your self hate. Because if you can truly love yourself, I don't care how what kind of opinion someone has and how silly it is, they can say the earth is flat, and I can still love them. I can still have love for them. And if you can't love someone because they have a different opinion than you, you need to be examined because you're not being open with yourself. You're not finding this acceptance within the self. And what it is doing is it's removing your opportunities. The more you can see within, the more you can see without. The less you open yourself up, the smaller your life becomes. Right? If you don't see the possibilities of doing something, 
if you don't have this belief in yourself, well, what opportunities, what risks are you going to take? And it's not always easy. I can tell you many times I've, I've looked at these, these situations and said, okay, I know this is not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult. In fact, it, it may be a little easier in the beginning not to take these chances. And I remember after graduate school, I got my master's degree in, in finance, and I got a job working for a biotech company. And I'll never forget the first day of driving to work. Now, I was finally making quite a bit of money. This this company paid me $15,000 just to sign the contract and agree to take the job. Before I even started working, I was paid 15000 which back in 2000 was a lot. Maybe now it's not so <laughs> as much. And I went and bought a car, and I remember the first day of work driving in this car down the freeway, a nice car, and thinking, wow, I'm never going to be poor again. I finally felt like I was really sitting down for the first time, never to have to worry about money again. And and I remember this thought, I'm never going to be poor again, finally. You know, all these years of struggling, living in my car, and and being behind on rent and all this kind of stuff. Now I'm sitting in an expensive car, driving down the freeway with with money in the bank for the first time, really. And then how many years later, I remember leaving this corporate world and having this opportunity to to leave so I can try something else. Right, I, I was not happy working in the corporate environment after all these years thinking that it was not fulfilling. I'm making lots of money. It's not fulfilling. But I did, I needed something more. And at this time, I w- was doing stand-up comedy part-time, and I had the opportunity to do it full-time. I had a comedian who asked if I wanted to open for them on the road and travel around the U.S. doing comedy. And... To leave this high-paying job where I was on the path to making quite a bit of money to who knows what would happen. I knew, I mean, doing stand-up, you make no money in the beginning and, and maybe never if you don't succeed. But again, I had this belief in myself. And it wasn't the belief that I can be a great comedian and I can be successful in this, but really a deeper belief that I'm opening up myself for opportunities. And as long as I kept doing that, something would come that I would really connect to and that would help me find my path. And so the more I opened up, the more my expression started to become more uh, precise in the way that I, I was able to articulate my inner feelings better. And so then instead of just doing comedy, I said, I want to get more into psychology. I want to get more into philosophy. I want to get more into something that is connecting to this inner voice. And this comes from opening yourself up to having this belief and letting go of this idea that you need to be comfortable. Because... 
at least for me, the more comfortable I am, the more I recognize that, okay, I have to shake things up a little bit. I have to open myself up more. I heard this this uh, person who races cars, and they were talking about if you feel in control when you're going around the track, you're not going fast enough. And not saying that you have to live out of control, but you have to be alive. You have to open yourself up to opportunity. And the way to do this is to have this inner belief that it doesn't mean that you'll be successful in some specific thing, but that your life will be more fulfilling. It may not be easier, but it'll be more fulfilling. And the more you take these actions, the more it proves that you believe in yourself, and then the more accustomed you get to doing things. And it goes with this idea also of how you do one thing is how you do everything. And this is something that was very important for me because I was doing all these different things and I started to become aware of the issues I had doing one thing magically arrived in the issues of doing something different. And so it wasn't what I was doing so much as how I was doing it. And this is talking about how I was relating to myself and how I was connecting to my true self. The other thing is we put economics and comfort before experience. And this because this happens because of our society and how we look at this linear progression of economics and success. And we have to learn to separate these two. They can come together, but what we need to focus on is the expression. And this comes from believing in yourself that you have this purpose. And you can dig deep and you can find this purpose. Because you will get in situations, at least I arrived in these situations, where at one point it seemed very comfortable. Right, I have my nice place by the beach, I have a nice car, I'm going to work and not worrying about money anymore. But then I realize that this is not success. This is not fulfilling. This is not the way I was going to find my purpose in life. Because this was something that got me to the next point, but it wasn't the ultimate goal. And this is the problem, is that we look at things as beginning, middle, and end. And when you start to look at something at as the end, how open are you? How open to the opportunities are you? And so it takes a lot psychologically to say, okay, I worked myself to this point, but now I need to do something else, and I need to be open that I may fail. I may not have it easy. It may not be easy to do what I want to do, but I have to have this inner belief. And this inner belief isn't letting go of the fear, but it's persisting through it and learning to be responsible to your true self. No matter what's going on in the world, in your job, is to connect to your true voice and give that the value and build that connection to yourself by believing in yourself and taking the actions that dictate this belief. And 
when I left the corporate world or when I moved to California when I was younger, the thing that I did is I was betting on myself. I was saying that I'm going to put my money, I'm going to put my life, I'm going to put my opportunities ahead of everything else. I'm going to say that I deserve this and I'm going to better myself and take that risk. Because I found that it's more of a risk not to do these things because how miserable do you get when you close down and don't take opportunity? How dull does your life become? And you need to learn to open up to bring some color into your life, to bring some expression into your being. And this is the goal of life, is to find the most complete way to express yourself. And unless you're taking these risks and you're taking these actions which show that you believe in yourself, that you love yourself, that you deserve to find something deeper within you. You may not know what this thing is that's deeper within you, but it's this belief that it is there and it's this drive to let it out. And this is what you call to bet on yourself, to believe that you deserve it. And you can do this every day of your life. It's to take these risks that show that you want to better yourself, you want to find a more complete way to express yourself, to live a more fulfilling life, to let more love out of your expression. And this comes with learning to be open. Because the more you let go, the more beautiful life becomes. You need to let go of who you think you are your culture, your ideology, your philosophies, your ideas, your beliefs, let go of all this. They're all false identifications. They're all temporary. And these are the most difficult things to let go of. I mean, look at today. People are so attached to them. They're creating so much drama. And they limit you. All these ideas of who you think you are prevents you from seeing who you are. And there are restrictions. And I'm not saying that this path is easy. It's a more difficult path. But it's a way to let go of this internal idea of these false perceptions, these false identifications. And it's the process of pulling out these roots of attachment. Because this is what's keeping your suffering alive, is these attachments to these ideas these attachments to who you think you are. And you get tangled up in these roots. But the more you're able to extract these attachments, the more light that comes in. And the more light that you accept inside of you, the more it shines and reflects back at you when you interact with the world. And then you're able to see the beauty and the love, and all the opportunity that you can possibly want. And this is the path to infinite love. And this is when your life becomes blissful.
I'd like to tell you about Sing flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember that all the opportunity that you could ever imagine already exists. It's a matter of learning how to open yourself up to see it externally. So if you're having difficulty finding something in your life, think about where it is inside of you and become this. If you want love in your life, become love. If you wanted to find a loving person, you have to be a loving person. And this is true with every opportunity, everything you could imagine in your life exists once you tune in and how to become this. The second part of this is to believe yourself, believe in yourself that your duty, your responsibility to yourself is to deepen this connection so that you can see all this opportunity around you and connect to it to express yourself in a more complete way. So again, thanks for joining me. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and share the podcast with a friend as this really helps get the word out. We're in about, I think, the fourth month now, and it's going really well. Let's see if we can get some more listeners and more people tuned into the podcast. And if you want to help out, you've been enjoying the podcast, again, make a donation doesn't have to be a big donation, just a donation to help me keep things going. It really would be nice. Go to the storyofmepodcast.com. At the bottom of the website, there is a donate button, and you can also find this link in the episode description. So also send in your questions. I'll answer some uh, listener questions. Until the next time from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions.